Hey, my name is Chris McAllister, and I spent 10 years rabidly chasing my goals. A custom-built home at age 22, a custom-dream home for my family at age 27, a millionaire on paper. I spoke for large audiences. I led a nonprofit where I had a large team, and it all came crashing down. Eviction notice, a box of Cheerios I couldn't buy, I could barely feed my family, my wife sold her engagement ring, and I've spent the last eight years obsessively studying, teaching, coaching others on what I have to remind myself of every day day, that the key to finding sustainable happiness, that sustainable flow, is to unblock yourself from self-sabotage and be at your best. My goal is to guide you through fear by slowing down the moment to help you harness your energy. This podcast will talk you through the stress and help you feel calm and organized. All right. So for this year, we're doing this 10,000 step journey. You can see the episodes by the parentheses with the number in it. And we have been focused the last four on what it means to stay in a mode of preparation to set yourself up for momentum. And what we want to do this month is position ourselves to learn like crazy. So we want to practice with pain and feedback, right? This sounds weird, but it is as we put ourselves out there and we try things and we practice, we pay attention to what is and isn't working. We get the feedback and we make the changes. For a lot of people, I think that they believe some kind of false narrative, this pressure, this shame, this lie that says, you have to uh, go for these big, crazy goals. And if you don't go after these big, crazy goals, and if you don't attempt these big, crazy things, then you're not really trying to make changes in your life or execute a vision or really have the kind of business or company that you want. And what's ridiculous about all this is there are times to make big bets. And I have made, um, gosh, about three or four really big ones. But I try to have lots of small bets. And so I want to start getting pain. I want to start getting feedback. I don't like pain. But I want to start noticing pain uh, through the small things I try that don't work. Uh, you never know what's going to catch on. I remember being in junior high and uh when I was in junior high, which would have been like 1991, uh, everybody would take their jeans and they would roll them up and they would call it tight rolling. They'd fold it over, then roll it up. And uh, crazy stuff. It looked so weird. Who thought this was a good idea? How did it catch on? I don't know. Uh, when I was teaching on college campuses, I would see that coming back. And I'm like, how is this happening? How is this coming back? Um, and I, I think about tight rolled jeans like business. You never know what are the different things that are going to catch on. And when they do, poof, can spread like crazy. I know your idea is awesome. I know the change that you want to make is going to be great. Uh, maybe it's a business idea. Your resource, your product, your app is killers. <laughs> but you don't know if it won't or will catch on. So what do you do? You expose yourself to the smallest amount of risk possible. You try stuff like crazy. Um, I've made some big bets when I had to. I've made some big bets when I didn't have to. And when I've, when I've had to make some big bets, I'm glad I did. It was worth it. The times that I didn't have to, and I, and I didn't break down what I was doing into a smaller piece, um, then I ended up paying a heavier price. So rather than trying to do a whole big development, why don't you just first see if you can build a house? Um, I was leading a nonprofit through a turnaround. We risked $8,000 on a venture before we risked half a million. And I'm so glad we did because we would have made half a million dollar error. When I, start out, when I started out with SightShift, um, 
If somebody told me at a critical juncture what I'm telling you before you hatch that big plan, you know, validate your idea. I was going to try to launch Sight Shift at a theater with 500 seats rather than what I ended up doing, which was a cabin with retreats that had seating for 12. Um, if I would have done the launch into the big theater, that would have been horrible. Sight Shift would probably not exist because that utter failure could have shut it all down. So try stuff like crazy. You know, I started trying re- retreat events. They were risks. Um, I tried to start some coaching stuff like seven or eight years ago and had a site. Nothing happened. Um, and this last year, it's exploded so that it's at capacity. And, and I've probably pushed a little too far with how much I've taken. And we're looking at uh, bringing on people to train them. I have people that ask for that. Uh, it was a lot of beta tests of what wasn't working to get to what is working. So here's some questions for you to think about. How can you break that thing down that you want to do into pieces that you test with others? So you maybe condense your idea or model to a small format. You run it by people. Uh, That course that you want to create, that class that you want to make, that book that you want to write. Um, How can you take small steps rather than the big one you're convinced will pay off? I remember when I brought all of Sight Shift as an idea or an expression home on a one-page document. I actually said this. I handed it to my wife and I said, Eureka, because I wanted her to know I've got this killer way that we can help people. This woman that I've committed my life to, I wanted her to be blown away. She looked it over, handed it back and said, I don't get it. So I burned our house down. Well, I didn't burn our house down, but <laughs> I'm looking for ways to beta test things around me. And I want to see how people diff- how people react to different ideas. And so, hey, she doesn't get it. I had the idea at too high of a level. It was too complex. She could have spent some time understanding it, but she didn't want to. Um, most of what I share becomes content when, it, when it's a larger format because it came out of a conversation. But I'm still a hypocrite on this because this is one of the biggest mistakes I can keep making. Uh, And I look at things that I've done where I've said, oh, my gosh, I've got to bet the farm. And no, you don't. Sometimes, again, there are places you've got to make a big bet. Don't shame yourself. Don't feel like you're being foolish. If you got to do it, you do it. The times that I've had to do it, it's been great. The times that I didn't have to do it, but I thought I did, and I tricked myself, and I go, "Ah, I got to go all in. Those are the times that usually didn't work out. When your back is against the wall and market feedback determines whether you have grocery money or not for the next week, then the pain is the feedback. Going forward, I've learned about myself that my mistakes need to be because I over-listen to people in shaping what I'm doing to help them. So my friend, by telling me that, he said that very directly to me, he upgraded me. And so I want to help you upgrade yourself. You're evaluating where you need to break it down into a small piece and help people take a small bite. You're going to learn from this. Now, next week, I'm going to help you learn about how to go world class with what you do. But in the meantime, break it into small bites and get feedback. You want to make a change to how you do your training system? You want to make a change to something? Test it with people. Run it by people. See what they think. Uh, for me, I've learned this the hard way with Sight Shift. 
the, the figure that shift out, the 12-week coaching program, that's like the most intense deconstruction, reconstruction of yourself that you can imagine. It is the center point, the leadership work that we do that we get tons of feedback on, very profound. But it's honestly too intense and deep of a bite for some people to take. So I've just realized in the last like nine months, I've got to start making changes. And so I've been beta testing things behind the scenes. Uh, well, I would say I've been beta testing really the small changes for about a year, but it was about nine months. The problem became really clear and I got better at the testing. So now I'm at this place where I have the center point of figure that shift out. I have another layer out, which is more aspirational, motivational teaching. And it is seven ideas that when you grab a hold of these, you can continually keep yourself motivated. And then at the top level, it's the way that we help people with their calendar. We help people with their flow, what it means to slay tough conversations and be brilliant in those moments, to build awesome teams, to get your systems, your business systems, your life systems, the people and processes on point and clicking so that you're proactive and ahead. Now, here's what I've learned. Not everybody can jump into that deep bite of figure that shift out. That's this intense program that right now is in the 12-week coaching program, and I'll bring back retreats so it'll happen in both formats. Maybe they need the next layer up, which is the the sight shift light, if you will, this aspirational way of learning to motivate yourself continually and grow like crazy. Or maybe they need the, the top part, the entry level, which is getting their systems, their people and processes, rhythms, if you will, on point. Now, how did I, and, and I'm not even ready to release all this necessarily public. I'm talking about it here on the podcast with you. Uh, how did I get to that point? Lots of feedback, lots of paying attention, lots of pain. Why isn't this working? What is working here? Over and over, it's testing things. Um, you know, I saw a blog post yesterday by Seth Godin. Van Gogh didn't just show up doing Van Gogh work. He kept on, for lack of a better term, beta testing through trying lots of different painting. So if you want it, if the vision's been stirred up and you're actually preparing for like it's going to happen, now you want to think about how to break it down into small pieces. You can test with others, ask for people's feedback, send it to them, get together with uh, them for coffee and say, hey, what do you think about this? Uh, Get the feedback of the people that you love the most. And if they say, I don't get it, you've got some more work to do. All right. Next week, I'll talk to you about being world class for now. Break it down into small pieces. Pay attention to the pain. Get the feedback as you beta test things. Peace.